In days past, as the winter sun rested on the horizon, a husband and wife journeying to a new tribe entered a grove. An unsettling feeling looming in the darkened area made the wife shiver. Can we turn back? She said. Her husband laughed. Why? We're the only ones here. Look at this mighty tree. It'd make a fine support for tonight's shelter. In the bony branches, an arm bone protruding from its bundled wrap gleamed in the dying light. More skeletal clusters in the tree were identified. The wife looked away. I never liked that practice. It's our custom that the dead be closer to the sky and become one with the land and its animals. But enough of that. I'm getting hungry. The couple would soon encounter the witch ghost. And this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, episode 115, the indigenous North American witch ghost. I am Kamuela Kaneshiro, a native Hawaiian professional writer, speaker, and Comic-Con panelist with extensive film and television experience. I've studied mythology, I've encountered unusual things, and I'm a geek. Our ebook, Legends from the Pacific, book one, is now available on Amazon. These are variations of our stories from episode 1 through 50, so support our show and click the link in our show notes to purchase your copy today. Later in this episode, your featured song, Hawaiian Word, and a holiday game recommendation. But first, let me share with you the witch ghost. As usual, I apologize for any mispronounced names or words and appreciate your understanding. Okay, this creature is referred to as a witch ghost, but it's more like a witch doctor or sorcerer, similar to Koche the Immortal, or a vampire. While these beings are connected with East Coast tribes, there may also be rare West Coast incidents. But perhaps one of the most intriguing aspects of the witch ghost is that not very much is known about them. What I discovered for you is the witch ghost began as an individual skilled in dark arts and became a witch ghost to avoid dying. The witch ghost consumes the human flesh and blood of those who linger behind groups. They'll also attend funerals and attack when the attendees are resting. During the day, they appear as a zombie. At night, they can become an orb of light or vampiric spirit. Hearing the creature's voice or making eye contact with it may also curse you. The only way to attack this creature is during the day. However, research stated, it is unknown what weapons are effective against their zombie form. That being said, it is believed the only way to kill it is by fire and scattering its ashes into the wind. Though it looks like a zombie, it's still a powerful warlock, and some individuals may be more vulnerable to it. The husband made their shelter while his wife made a fire and prepared dinner. After supper, the husband added wood to the fire and laid down, but his wife couldn't shake the uneasiness 
that an unnatural darkness sat among the grove. Looming branches distracted her from enjoying the stars, and she felt like something was watching them in the winter night. She faced her husband. He started snoring. A chill gripped her. She got comfortable beside the fire and focused on its flames. She wanted to be rid of her chill, but it intensified when the blaze became embers. Not knowing how long it was until daybreak, she nudged her husband. He didn't respond. The darkness populated her macabre imagination with shadowy creatures and phantasms with biting teeth, tearing flesh and muscle. Sounds grabbed her attention, especially the branches that rubbed against each other, suspending the looming dead. The scraping of wood intensified. A breeze must be jostling the treetops. What if an arm or leg fell through the roof? What if it landed on her? There had to be some bodies with meat. They'd be enjoyed by the creatures of the night. Was the rubbing branches such animals devouring the dead? She shook her husband. He didn't respond. The noises, darkness, everything worked her last nerve. She wanted to scream, but it might attract her phantasms. The horizon stood out from the darkness. Silhouettes were defined. Was the sun rising? Yes, the light was brighter. When the ground around her was visible, she shook her husband. She didn't care if he was mad. They were leaving. He didn't respond. She shook him harder and called to him. He rolled over. His face was pale. Entrails and viscera seeped from a large hole on his left side. His wife screamed and ran, fighting her exhausted body for yards. Hands grabbed her. She screamed, flailed, and tumbled. A group of hunters tried calming her, but they couldn't understand her gibberish. They took her to their tribe. Her crazed state frightened everyone. The elder approached. He crushed herbs, added them to water, and gave it to her. Her shaking spilled most of it, but managed to drink some. She explained where she and her husband slept and her gruesome discovery. The elder paled. He told his warriors to arm themselves, and they needed to get to the husband before sunset. Vultures helped them find him. The hunters verified his heart was missing, and his wounds were not from an animal. The elder studied the branches with the dead and pointed to one. His men retrieved it. They removed the wrappings. Fresh blood covered the corpse's mouth. They burned the body and tree, and the grove no longer had a looming darkness. Do you know who the Hawaiian volcano god was before Pele? Or who the Hawaiian god of poison was? Become a Legends from the Pacific Patreon supporter to hear these rare stories, along with over 20 others, as well as some other nifty benefits. Just click the link in our show notes and become a Legends from the Pacific Patreon member today. As always, a big mahalo nui loa to our Patreon members, whose support keeps our show going. I enjoyed this tale. It reminded me of other stories, like when the hunters discovered the witch ghost gave me the vibe of Bram Stoker's Dracula. Also, the ordeal the wife went through reminded me of the woman waiting in the car during a storm while her boyfriend went for help. 
which was Dr. Grant's Morgan's Corner story. This begs the question, could this witch ghost story be the original version of that urban tale? If you like what you heard, please give us a rating and write a review. I'd really appreciate it. Holidays are around the corner, which means it's game recommendation time. Like last year, I'm recommending the Monopoly Deal card game. I can't help it. It's such an awesome game. Besides, I'm one of the few who love playing Monopoly. And Monopoly Deal allows me to play a quicker version of Monopoly with others. The rules are simple, which is great because everyone can quickly get into the game and you can do other things like have a conversation while playing or enjoy a refreshing libation. So support our show by clicking the affiliate link in our show notes and pick up your copy of Monopoly Deal. Actually, pick up two copies of Monopoly Deal because while one set allows up to five people to play, two sets allow up to 10 people to play. Once again, click our Amazon affiliate link in our show notes and purchase your two copies of Monopoly Deal today. I also recommend marking one of the sets so it's easier to split up. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Sound effects are by Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. Links and show notes can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is I Wanna Know by Jeremy Chang, courtesy of High Sessions. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuela Kaneshiro. I also wrote our original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is lapu. Lapu means ghost. An example of lapu is Winston, Peter, Ray, and Egon are lapu busters. Once again, lapu is Hawaiian for ghost. I ain't afraid of no lapu. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo and a hui ho. This way. You kiss my lips and then you take